This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Eddie's Eddie Scazzeri joins me today. Hi, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Jerry's out. Jerry will be back tomorrow. Did the warm-up with CeeLo. Do the post-game podcast with Eddie. And I have a couple uh, items to discuss with you today, Eddie, that I'd like to get your take on. One I brought up with uh, Jerry yesterday. He didn't seem to have a lot of information for me. I was expecting more. Uh, But this is the uh, this idea that, uh, not the idea, the fact that uh, the U.S. uh, military has shot down four objects in the sky mm-hmm. in uh, like an eight-day period i have not i been paying close attention why this is why i don't understand why are we not paying attention to the u.s uh military shooting objects out of the sky yeah it seems like it should be more front and center yeah. in people's consciousness but and i fall into the masses where i really have not paid much attention to it i don't know really. that's very I strange i can't give you well i guess we were in Arizona and then coming back and doing, you know, but it has not been at the forefront of my consciousness. Nor the forefront of the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and this is uh, from Time Magazine. I have this. So here's what's going on. So February 10th, an F-22 shot down a object the size of a car. Yes, I heard you say this on the podcast. At 40,000 feet over Alaska. Had no propulsion uh, they said its origins were unclear. This is the White House uh, spokesperson, John Kirby, saying uh, the origins were unclear. Uh, the uh, Pentagon said it could be a potential risk to civilian air traffic. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're just going to get no... Ex- it's four days ago. We have no idea what and, this is. And where was the wreckage? Where did it land? Not sure. Okay. Next day, February 11th, another F-22 shot down a cylindrical object over northern Canada. Uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that the country would analyze the wreckage. No information. Mm -hmm. A national security spokesperson said before the fourth flying object was shot down that these objects did not resemble the uh, balloon that was shot down that was the the spy balloon. This was the first of the four. The first thing that got shot down was the spy balloon. And we kind of know, we figure we know what that is. Right. But then the, the the car the car size object no idea the, the next object no idea and then 
the next day, February 12th, an F-16 used a missile to destroy an airborne object flying about 20,000 feet over Lake Huron in Michigan. And what was was that described as a cylinder? Or This one has, uh, no, has uh, no description with it. So that's four, three, three days in a row. Yeah, three days in a row. Now, it uh, says the important point with these new objects is that they uh, posed a threat to civilian aviation. The mm-hmm. Chinese spy balloon was 60,000 feet high, which is well above what right. airplanes fly at. These other objects that were shot down were at 20,000 to 40,000 feet. So we've not shot down any objects in what I could recall the history of me being alive, and now we've shot down four in eight days? That's bizarre. Things that have been reported, at least. And these are being reported. They're confirmed by the government. Right. What are we doing? And why does no one give a crap? Yeah, it's that's bizarre. Well, also, you know, it's been, it was Friday, end of the news cycle, then Saturday, and then Super Bowl Sunday. But this is... I know. Insane. It is. It is. And why a, are we hearing nothing? Right. It is a bit bizarre that it's just, uh, yeah. I'll go a little political on you here. You know I was a Trumpster and uh, you are not a Trumpster. Mm-hmm. If Donald Trump was president and we shot down four items, mm-hmm. do you think the news might be going, what are we doing? What are you shooting? Well, well This seems to not even be questioned. And also, I think he would be like, hey, we shot right. down these things. It was terrific. We yeah, shot it was, down these. was the best. It was the best shoot down of an object ever. Ever. It was the greatest thing we ever did. No, I do think. It's weird. Yeah, there would be, there would be a, I, I think he himself would be like, hey. Yeah, he held a press conference. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, Biden administration is silent. The hell are we did? This is so bizarre to it, me. It is. It's it all is we odd. wanted was to be shooting UFOs out of the sky. And now we're doing it, and no one cares. At least the last three are unidentified. I saw a couple things. Then I went on Twitter looking for some things, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know what is real, of and, course. And, uh, but because they're like civilians shooting video, one was uh, of uh, where one of these things was shot down. Uh, they had closed the road, or, or they had they had made people pull aside on the highway. Mm-hmm. As uh, the military was coming through, and it had a like a, a bed with wreckage on it that was covered. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Which one was this? I don't know which one this was. But then I saw other things that has video of things getting shot out of the sky. And the one was over northern Canada, when maybe in a less populated area. The other one you said, did it fall into Lake Huron? Yeah, at, okay. I think it fell into Lake Huron, and oh. and they so they they timed where they were shooting these down depending on what was uh, below it, because mm-hmm. they didn't want uh, people to get sure. injured. But this one that was the size of a car is very intriguing. And we don't know where that one was, the car no. one. The ca- no, yeah, the car one was... Uh, I do have that one, uh, Eddie. Scroll through the these. Cylinder, Northern Canada. Yeah. The other, the last one, Lake Huron. So, yeah, so the first one, spy balloon. Second mm-hmm. one, car-sized object over Alaska. Okay. So, and again, a less populated area. Uh, then the next day, by the way, all no days of rest in between. There's something every day. Right. A cylindrical object over northern Canada. And then airborne object uh, over Lake Huron. I remember maybe that one was where they were closing the roads and people were able to take this footage because that would appear to me um, the most populated area would be around uh, Lake Huron. Yeah. 
Very strange. This is very mm-hmm. odd. I need answers. Damn it. I yeah. need a movie. I need a documentary on Netflix. I need answers. Then the other wild story that also getting very little coverage mm-hmm. is, I'll see if you're aware of this, the situation going on in Ohio. Yeah, that Ohio was burning, and I don't know what this is about. What happened? Okay. Again, ignorant. So Friday, there was a train derailment in Ohio. Okay. Hazardous materials spilled out, and a fire began. So they uh, evacuated people that lived right near that area and then did a control burn of all of the chemicals. But the people live in Ohio are very concerned that they did this. They burned everything that was in the in the uh, the train, and they're concerned that because if you look at pictures, the entire it looks like a uh, nuclear bomb, like a, the atomic bomb went mm-hmm, off. You know, how it was mm-hmm. a, just black, thick smoke, mushroom cloud of of things that we're burning in Ohio, and then going, ah, your water's fine. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Let's see. This is from NBC News I'm reading from. I like to cite my sources. The uh, The previous one with the shooting down things, that was from Time Magazine. This is uh, NBC News. Uh, people living and working within one mile of the derailment were ordered to evacuate. Those orders were in effect until Saturday as the scene was being monitored by the EPA, the Environmental Protect- mm-hmm. Protection Agency. The burning chemical was identified as vinyl chloride. The flammable gas is used to make uh, PVC pipes. Okay. The EPA said inhaled vinyl chloride has been shown to increase the risk of a rare form of liver cancer in humans. Mm-hmm. The village's drinking water is safe to drink and being continually monitored, the EPA said. But it just looks very strange to see... Uh, this big thing burning and the only people that were evacuated were people one mile away. It is. It does seem a little odd. So that's two very odd stories. It is. That we don't really have answers for. And that are not getting coverage. Right. Like we're not seeing it like, you know, on CNN or Yeah, like I don't even see it on Twitter. Right. It's, I don't get it. I mean, the aliens might come down and shoot us and not get on the news. Right. I mean, we might actually get... Because we're worried about Rihanna. Right. Rihanna was Rihanna, the big story. Rihanna, sorry. Rihanna. I, I didn't know it was Rihanna. Me neither. I think CeeLo's incorrect. I think okay. it's Rihanna. All right. And the Fleetwood Mac song is Rihanna. All right. I don't think those two are the same. Okay. Could be wrong. So, I don't know what to do about the city. I don't know where to turn. Who are my people? Who do I speak to? Do I talk to the government? Do I talk to News 12 New Jersey? Where's News 12 New Jersey in all this? Right. Well, it's it's not happening it's in New Jersey. It's not New Jersey. Fair. You'd be damn sure, though, when I go out to walk the dog, I look over that ocean to see if anything needs to be shot down. I'll and, tell you that. And of the two stories, it would seem to me like the shooting down of the flying objects, that that would is a bigger story. Yes, I agree. The Ohio story... It's local. If you're in Ohio, it sucks. Yeah. Really sucks. Right. And I'd like to know more about it. But if we're shooting things the size of cars out of the sky and we're not getting daily updates, 
It seems like we should be getting daily updates. Yeah. Press something. conferences. Something. Something. Depe- Defense Department. Like, I'm getting on an airplane to go and come back from Arizona. Should I be worried I'm going to run into crash into a car-sized object up there? Right. And wh- what was the town uh, or what in Ohio? Was it near a town? Was that um, mentioned in the... D- 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 uh, southeast of uh, Youngstown. Okay. Let's see. It Youngstown is... is a fairly large city. East Palestine, Ohio. That I'm not familiar Me with neither. that, but I know what from a terrible Youngst- name. I know Youngstown. Yeah, I'm aware of Youngstown as well. Palestine sounds like a foreign country. Not well. There's there are towns that are named after, you know, foreign e- countries. Yeah, there's a there's Egypt or New Egypt, and you know, you're right. Yeah, there is a New Egypt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, these people are very worried. Because when I put out yesterday, I tweeted out that, why are we not worried about this space alien stuff? People are like, why are we, no one's talking about this either? And then, I, yeah, I looked into that one. I was like, they, yeah. they alerted you to Ohio burning. I had seen something, but I didn't mm-hmm. pay attention to it. But then when I saw it, I was like, all right, let me see what's going on here. And then when I looked, it was everyone was like, why, what is this? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know there's a town in uh, Pennsylvania, Centralia, which had to be, was evacuated many, I think, decades ago because there is a coal fire that has been burning for decades in Centralia, Pennsylvania. Outside somewhere? No, underneath the ground. Oh, under the ground. Uh Uh-huh. It's a coal seam that just started burning and has been burning for decades. And now no no one is there. Well, there are a few hardcore that refuse to leave, but it's the town <laughs> was basically abandoned. Centralia, PA. Yeah. Well, I'm not aware of Centralia, PA. Mhm. I wonder if we've shot down any other things since this last uh, Let me see what the latest. What so, would you type into Google? UFO? Cuz if, if they're not call, that's the other thing, they're not calling them UFOs. No, even though they are. I'm Except for Google the first one. Shot down sky. Things shot down in the sky. And this was the 10th and 11th, so Friday, Saturday, and then Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And now it's Tuesday. Right. And the headlines are just uh, uh, a balloon and three UFOs. That's what the New York Times is saying. This was uh, posted three hours ago, New York Times. So no, nothing else. A nothing. balloon and three UFOs. What is the U.S. shooting down? Here's what we know. So this is a, a recent story. Yeah, this one just comes so, like three hours ago. So maybe you get an update. Maybe. Here's what we know. Jack squat. Yeah. We don't know Jack squat. Now, there was a question asked of White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Mm-hmm. Is it aliens? Someone asked her. There's no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Mm. Recent takedowns, meaning mm-hmm. uh-huh. non-recent takedowns, aliens. I don't think it's any more spy balloons. Doesn't sound like it. No. This is weird. It's weird, Eddie. We're going to get attacked. We're getting attacked by the aliens. I don't want it to be aliens now. I wanted aliens all along. Now I don't want them here. Mm-hmm. Although these are the same objects that 
they sound very similar objects to the ones that the Navy uh, has on video the, of the them. Tic-tac. Yeah, the Tic Tac. And the Tic Tacs have been spotted over uh, the military bases in San Diego as well, off the coast of San Diego. And you would think that if well, it sounds like as if they were unmanned, because if we right. actually did shoot down and kill aliens, they would either be like mad or like, hey, listen, we're here. We're sorry. Don't shoot us down anymore. Right. Here we are. And Please don't shoot us anymore. And we're solving all your problems. Yeah. They do say that the aliens may come uh, when, like, that they're looking after this planet. And when they see things going really poorly. Like, right. Well, we're right on the brink. That's a common science fiction trope of, of you know, they're going to step in at the last minute. Right. And prevent us from self-destruction. Right, because they say that the the alien, the spacecraft, uh, people seeing spacecrafts, mm-hmm. kicked into gear after we dropped the bomb, the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. That's when the aliens were like, we got to step in. We got to pay attention. We got to pay attention, right. They didn't step in, you're right. But let's go fly around down there, see what's going on in the Earth, and see if we need to step in. Yeah. Again, that's a, been a common theme in science fiction. Is that right? And another one is when we, in the Star Trek universe, it when we developed or right we're right on the brink of FTL travel faster than light, aka warp speed. Okay. When we were, because that then we were on getting ready to be able to join the interstellar community. So, but I, th- you know, I think we're we're far we're still far away from FTL. Oh, okay. If it even is a possible thing. So you're saying in the science fiction world that when we get closer to that, the aliens yeah. don't want it, us to know how to do that? Well, no. They were saying, hey, they're ready. They're getting ready to join oh. the interstellar community. And it was actually the Vulcans in the Star Trek universe who made first contact after we were right on the brink of developing faster than light travel. The Vulcans. Yes, correct. Those were uh, Spock. Spock's he was a Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Was uh, was uh, Captain Kirk a Vulcan or no? No, he was from Iowa. In the in the series, he was from Iowa. Correct. And and so so the pointy ears on Spock made him a a Vulcan. The other dude didn't have pointy ears. Not a Vulcan. Well, yeah. And there's a famous line from Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, uh, the one with the whales, where he was had to, was forced to sort of reveal himself to a modern earthling and there's a whole thing with time travel he came back to the 80s and uh and she goes oh yeah next you're gonna tell me you're from outer space and he goes i'm from iowa i only work in outer space (laughs) then there's another strange thing see if these could be related not to the um the burning of poison in ohio but the things getting shot down Mm -hmm. out of the sky off of the Jersey coast, dead whales. A lot mm-hmm. of dead whales. Uh, that you know that I had heard about piling up. Figure out what's going on yeah. with that. Could it be aliens? Mm. I doubt it. Why? Why dipping into the? Uh, well, trying to not get shot down. Now they're going into our oceans to hang out and smashing in the whales, and then they're washing up on shore. And and. Speaking of Star Trek Four, that involved whales. Where how so? 
there was a, a, a in millennia past or whatever yeah millennia past that aliens had been in contact with another intelligent species on earth not humans but whales and were communicating with humpback whales and there was a probe that came back and was trying to find the whales and in doing so was causing was wreaking havoc with future earth really 24th century and they and this is whole the whole Star Trek story arc about uh, it. Basically, a Kirk and Spock and the crew were in a Klingon vessel, came back and were like, "Oh my God!" Starfleet Command was saying, "You got to do something." So they used uh, they slingshotted around the sun, used time travel to come <laughs> back to when humpback whales were still alive to bring a pair back to the future. So they could sing back to the probe, and the probe would be satisfied and would stop destroying the Earth, basically. Man, somebody who's really locked into the Star Trek situation Mm -hmm. should really piece this all together. Mm -hmm. The whales washing up on shore in New Jersey, the uh, things being shot down in the sky, put them together in a thoughtful, well-produced piece, and that could be very popular right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of did that in Star Trek Four. Right, talking. but I'm saying let's bring it to real life now. Now we've oh, got real life. Now it's ha- happening. Mm-hmm. The whales are being communicated with. They're dying. We're shooting car-sized objects out of the sky. Maybe it's all, you know, uh, life imitating art. Mm-hmm. Right. They always say Star Trek was a predictor of the world, like the, the, the walkie-talkie phones, mm-hmm. other stuff. Well, I mean, the but the transporter, that hasn't happened yet. Not yet. That well, will be cool. And FTL travel hasn't happened yet. So the transporter was like, I could, uh, I could get, would I get into a machine that would then send me somewhere else? You would stand on a transporter pad. Okay. And although in the future, uh, you know, that wasn't always necessary. In the original, it was always the transporter pad. But then they would do site-to-site transport without having to be on a, on a, you know, you would lock the transporter on you and then be able to beam you up. Now, was it beaming me to, like, would it, if it, if that came true today, mm-hmm. would it be able to beam me to Arizona without getting on a plane, or it's beaming me to another time and place, like another, like, the 1950s, or... Well, there were transporter mishaps where that kind of stuff did happen, so they could develop stories and have fun and do that, but... Basically, you know, you would you could be transported from the Earth to orbit, or in theory, you could be able to walk through into a transport and get transported anywhere on the Earth as well. But current time, yes, correct. Not not as a use for time travel, right? Not like a DeLorean Back to the Future thing. But they have had had transporter mishaps that would lead to different storylines and. All these things, and they say in the the way that this supposedly worked was it would like break down your correct uh, what, your cells, everything, your atoms, and then reconstitute. <laughs> and then so, what happens else. in the middle of one of my atoms doesn't like, show up? Right, that's the transporter <laughs> mishaps. You know, you would we would want to test this tech out before uh, you know, and do it with a with a living plant, yeah, and then see if it's okay, like a potted plant or something, and still. See if it's right, and then build up to insects, and or even you know uh, uh, 
just cellular life, you know, protozoa is, you know, unicellular life and then take it on up to higher, you know, insects and then mammals and et cetera. So don't start with a human first. Uh, no, no. Start small, build up. Pretty cocksure. Yeah. Uh, the last thing would be a monkey, then human. Yes, yeah, so right? a chimpanzee. The chimpanzees. Because they, are, they share like 98% of our DNA. Isn't that crazy? It is. Like we are just barely not chimpanzees. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're the most closely associated. Uh, that's extent or living now. That's living uh, now, right. But there are, you know, we obviously have closer relatives which are extinct now. Like, uh, you know, Cro-Magnon, Neanderthal and all this other Could thing. we take the sperm of a human and the egg of a chimpanzee and put it in a Petri dish and grow it? I No, I don't think it's close enough. But if you were able to somehow, you know, get, you know, uh, what a Neanderthal sperm or Cro-Magnon sperm, perhaps. But mm. I'd love to be great if we had like a monkey boy and, running around. And there's many theories that we kind of, the Neanderthals sort of didn't really go extinct. They sort of interbred and then sort of as a separate species sort of went away. So we have no more Neanderthal we have- cells in us. No, do we? we have Neanderthal oh, we DNA do. in us for sure, but not our sperm. No, well, it's all or eggs. Know, but there is no Neanderthal DNA. Yeah, so it's possible. Sure, I suppose. So, yeah, lots of weird, wild stuff out. You and I and our families don't have children of our own, but what Correct. if we could adopt a monkey boy? Would you be interested? Mm. That'd be wild, literally. Yeah. No, no, not yeah, really. I'm not either. interested in diapers and stuff like yeah. that. Monkey diapers. Like, we don't want that. Yeah. If I could adopt a 28-year-old that's already out of the house <laughs> and has a job, yes. Right. Is already I'd be in for that. Not a sociopath or something, right. and we're fine. We're right. sure. Right. Because then they could look after us after we, exactly when we get ill. Exactly right. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do the warm-up program. All right. And then uh, tomorrow is Wednesday. Uh, yes, tomorrow yes, is tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday. And the warm-up, little tease, we dealt with, uh, you know, Super Bowl's over, so why not talk about the COVID vaccine? We did, we got into that. And then that. Uh, nighttime urination. Mm-hmm. And then I think I labeled the other one, Al Poo-Poo's Jalen Hurts' Super Bowl performance. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's all coming up here yes. on the warm-up show. So... so-